This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. A Memorial Day like no other in history. Americans head to beaches and parks after weeks of isolation. But they're staying close to home. The airports are nearly deserted. And... Trump mask photo mystery. Who shot the photo he didn't want taken? It's possible that the person who took this photograph used a smudging tool to remove his own reflection. And do face masks really cause breathing problems? It's unhealthy for me. I don't want to breathe my own CO2. What this doctor wants you to know. Then, Lori Loughlin's guilty plea via Zoom. I'm watching it right now on my computer. And ditched in the parking lot. COVID-19 pet dumping. The flip side after the surge of adoptions during the pandemic. Plus, my two sons, how they saved dad's life. If I went to the hospital, I don't think I would have made it. And down he goes. Wait till you see what happens when his wife comes out. You all right? Wow, are you okay? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The Memorial Day weekend begins with gasoline prices at their lowest in roughly 20 years, but don't look to see many people out on the highways. In fact, for the first time in decades, AAA is not making a prediction about travel because COVID-19 has so disrupted the economy. Jim Murray begins our coverage. You'd never know it was a holiday weekend on the drive into Los Angeles International Airport. This area should be packed right now with cars. The roads are empty. It's a ghost town. On any other Memorial Day weekend, LAX would be one of the busiest airports in the USA. You'd see thousands of passengers making their holiday getaway. But today, the airport is pretty deserted. Just a handful of passengers cautiously making their way into the terminal. And everyone is wearing a mask. Inside, there are just a fraction of the usual departures. Compare that to last year, when 43 million Americans took to the skies or roads over Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day is usually a very busy travel holiday. Last year, 43 million traveled, second highest on record. This year, because of the pandemic, we can't even give you a number. The beaches are open, but you'll have to pay close attention because the regulations on what you can and can't do are very different from state to state and even town to town. This is Stephen Fabian in Brooklyn, and this is Coney Island, where the world-famous boardwalk is open, and so is the beach. But there's a long list of rules. Swimming is forbidden. You can wade into the surf, but only up to your ankles. You can sit on the sand, but you must limit your time. Now, you're not allowed to throw a Frisbee or play any sports. You can get yourself a Nathan's hot dog, but you're going to have to take it to go. This will be the first weekend many of us venture out of our homes in two months. That's making health officials nervous. 
please, as you go out this weekend, understand you can go out, you can be outside, you can play golf, you can play tennis with Mark Balls, you can go to the beaches if you stay six feet apart, but remember that that is your space and that's the space that you need to protect. In San Francisco, they're making it easy to keep your distance by painting social distancing circles in the grass. The 10-foot circles are eight feet apart from each other. Talk about dining al fresco. And this New Jersey couple came up with a novel way to have a romantic beachside dinner. They set up a table and chairs in the back of their truck. How cool is this? Got to get creative with date night. Meantime, a new study worldwide of coronavirus patients found those treated with hydroxychloroquine were at greater risk of death, and they also suffered heart problems. Hydroxychloroquine, of course, is the drug that has been both touted and taken by President Trump, who thought he had outfoxed photographers at his visit of a Ford plant on Thursday. He didn't want to be photographed wearing a mask, but he was. The question is... Who took the picture? President Trump wearing a mask. It's an image he didn't want the world to see. I wore one in this back area, but I didn't want to give the press the pleasure of seeing it. That was 4.14 p.m. during a visit to a Ford plant in Michigan where they're manufacturing ventilators. At 5.56 p.m., this photo was published on news sites. By 6.10 p.m., it was all over social media. Look, the mask bears the presidential seal. There's also a second photo showing the masked president admiring Ford's GT supercars. Digital forensic expert Adam Scott Want says they were taken surreptitiously. The photographer held the camera down around waist level while taking the the photographs. He did not bring them up to his eye. He says the photographer may even have obscured his own image in this mirror. It's possible that the person who took this photograph used a smudging tool in Photoshop to remove his own reflection. The president also brandished a face shield, but he wore the mask only briefly. Michigan's attorney general really laid into him for ignoring the rule that masks must be worn at all times in the plant. The president is like a petulant child uh, who refuses to follow the rules. The vast majority of Americans are wearing masks. 89% of Democrats and 81% of Republicans wear masks in public. A clinical trial found masks reduced the risk of infection by 75%. But some fear that when you wear a mask, you breathe in your own carbon dioxide. Like this woman who refused to wear a mask in a Trader Joe's. Why aren't you wearing the mask? It's unhealthy for me. I don't want to breathe my own CO2. ER doctor Frederick Davis says wearing a mask is not a health risk. Having a mask on might feel uncomfortable, but it's not necessarily shown to have any restriction in your oxygen level. There's no evidence of higher CO2 levels with the mask. We haven't seen any evidence of any higher CO2 levels. Actress Lori Loughlin and her fashion designer husband were in front of a judge today pleading guilty to their role in the college admission scandal, but their appearance and their plea were done virtually. Amber Cagliano has more. The day of reckoning has come for Lori Loughlin and her husband as they plead guilty in federal court via Zoom technology. Okay, there's Lori Loughlin and her husband. Reporters and the general public were permitted to watch, but we are legally prohibited from showing video or audio. Loughlin looks very serious, paying close attention to the judge. She's dressed in a dark green blouse with a bow and does appear to be quite somber. I viewed the proceedings from our temporary scaled-down newsroom where we've been hunkering down during the pandemic. 
first I had to sign up on the course website and fill out a form. Then I was sent a Zoom link. At the appointed hour, I clicked on the link and was held in a digital waiting room until the court let us in. Lachlan is expected to be sentenced to two months in federal prison. Her husband, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, is expected to get five months for their role in the college admission scandal. The judge said he will sign off on the plea deal only after he reads the pre-sentencing report. Their daughters, Isabella and Olivia, are said to be very supportive of their parents and agree the plea is the best option. We spoke to Tanya Acker, a judge from TV's Hot Bench, about a provision in their plea deal that delays incarceration for at least 90 days. Both sides might have something to gain in this delay. Uh, the prosecution will be able to suggest that, look, you know, we've worked out some of the initial kinks uh, in dealing with this pandemic and trying to reduce its spread inside of these facilities. And to Lori Laughlin's point, she took a deal at a time when prosecutors might be incentivized to try to get rid of cases. Lachlan played wholesome Aunt Becky on the show Full House and was the queen of Hallmark Channel holiday movies. So will she be able to get her career back on track? I think th she will have a comeback. I think she will want to. I think people are very forgiving, but there is no room for error if she doesn't take 100% responsibility. As part of the plea agreement, Lachlan and her husband not only agreed to jail time, but to also pay $400,000 in fines. With so many people stuck at home, a lot of us are taking on DIY projects. And if your DIY project involves a ladder, you definitely don't want this to happen to you. Diane McInerney has the heart-stopping video. A terrifying fall off a ladder. This homeowner crashes head first onto his deck. He lays there not moving. His wife comes running outside to see what happened. Suddenly, as if it's no big deal, he gets up. Right? 24-year-old Justin Murad is a paralegal in Boston. He was trying to retrieve a neighbor's drone. Before he could get to the roof, the ladder started to slip. I felt it slide out from underneath me, and I thought that, you know what, I could race it down. And I started to run down, and I was wearing sandals, as the video shows, and... That is not what you should be wearing on a ladder. What is going through your mind in that moment? I blanked coming down the ladder and then thought I was paralyzed and dead when I hit the ground. I didn't actually panic until I got inside and saw the video. And that's when I was like, okay, I think there's actually probably something wrong with you. <laughs> Remarkably, Justin was a-okay. Just some cuts and bruises and a minor wrist sprain. But he got an earful from his wife, Jessica. You need to tell me when you're going to climb ladders. And you need to put on real clothes if you're going to climb ladders. Justin's accident is a reminder that ladders can be really dangerous, especially right now when so many people are doing everything themselves while in social isolation. What is the biggest lesson you have learned from all of this, Justin? Definitely lesson learned to wear actually sneakers or boots when going up a ladder and to actually tell somebody that you're going up a ladder. <laughs> Be careful, everybody. The COVID-19 pandemic has seen a real increase in people adopting shelter animals. But there has also been an increase in pet dumping. It is illegal in many places, but that hasn't stopped people from doing it. As Lisa Guerrero reports, shelters say the reasons can be health considerations, but also financial. Another sign of these strange days, people abandoning pets during the pandemic. <laughs> 
These cages are filled with puppies that were recently dumped outside a shelter in a suburb of Atlanta. It is very disappointing. Shelter director Maddie Nix says financial strain and the unfounded fear that dogs and cats can spread COVID-19 could be behind the pet dumping. We did see a lot of people showing concern um, of contracting COVID-19 from their pets. The pandemic has led to a surge of adoptions as people living in social isolation seek the comfort of pets during difficult times. This shelter in West Palm Beach, Florida, celebrates when for the first time in its history, every animal has been adopted. But now we're seeing the flip side as the country slowly reopens for business. Look at this heartbreaking photo of a dog left in a parking lot while nursing her puppies in Texas. Security cameras were rolling at 6.30 in the morning at this Michigan shelter when this guy walked up with pet carriers in both hands and dumped three cats. Then he took off. And watch as this woman leaves a cat in a carrier next to the trash and takes off in her minivan. Cats appear to be especially vulnerable, particularly after huge attention was paid to reports that just a handful of cats tested positive for COVID-19. This sign out front of a Michigan shelter warns that animal abandonment is illegal, but that didn't stop four cats from being abandoned there in one day. Three of them are already adopted, so that's great news. Um, one actually ended up giving birth the next morning. Here are the kittens today, now living in a foster home. Now the COVID-19 survivor whose care was truly a family affair. An 82-year-old man who beat the virus, didn't want to go to a hospital. And lucky for him, many of his family members are doctors. This doctor is recovering from his battle with COVID-19, thanks to his own family who stepped in to save his life. I was a guy that should have died, thanks to my sons and my daughter and all this treatment and their, their, their good care, I made it. Charles Lowney is a beloved Boston physician. He has eight children and 26 grandkids. Back in March, the 82-year-old tested positive for the virus. His condition got dire fast. The doctor made one thing clear, he wasn't going to the hospital. I knew that if you went to the hospital, you'd be quarantined. I didn't want to leave home anyway. I said to them, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die at home. I don't want to die in a hospital. Two of Lowney's sons, Jay and Michael, who are also physicians, became his doctors. They had just recovered from COVID-19 themselves, so they felt immune to the virus. Once he, we knew he, didn't, he wasn't going to go to the hospital, we had really no choice. We just kind of turned his, his bedroom into a hospital. The good doctors gave their dad IVs. They took chest x-rays in the living room. To help him breathe better, they got creative using a CPAP machine, typically used for sleep apnea. And oftentimes they kept him on his stomach, which helped improve his breathing too. Being at home uh, was, was part of why he got better. His daughter Irene became his nurse. Remarkably, she never got infected. As hard and sad as it was to watch my dad sick, I wanted to be right next to him, so I, I felt grateful. Hey. But for this doctor, the best medicine he received was the love of his family, which helped him beat the odds. My savior's right here. Can't beat love from your family. Dr. Lowney hopes to be back treating patients himself in the next couple of weeks. Next, Trooper Tirade. All right. Why this trooper says he lost it. I know I'm right. Then, oh my goodness. Pandemic quadruplets. Four identical baby boys. Oh, shoot. I got him out of order. Plus, the 
one-man band. One guy playing all 22 instruments. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The strain of being a frontline worker was caught on tape when a state trooper pulled over a motorist. It all started when the motorist gestured at the trooper, and the tirade that resulted was captured on the driver's cell phone. Step out! I have a card! Step out! All right! It's the meltdown that's landing this state trooper nearing retirement in hot water. I got 14 months. I can't wait to be done. The tirade erupted when a motorist in New Haven, Connecticut was pulled over for speeding after giving the trooper the bird. The driver says he didn't realize it was a trooper in an unmarked car. Can I just ask you why you're riding their butt like that and speeding, man? When the trooper tells the driver to get out of the car, things really get heated. Everyone's got something to say! The trooper says he was pursuing a speeding trucker. I was driving along, I was going to hit you with a simple citation that I keep, but no! You gotta be, this is how he deals with an ashtray he suspects contains medical marijuana. The driver later posted this video. That police officer had no reason to do what he did. He was acting like a loose cannon. The state police are calling the trooper's rant disturbing. Step out! I have a car. Step out! The incident ended without the driver being ticketed. The department says an internal affairs investigation has been initiated and the trooper has been put in an administrative position away from contact with the public. When we come back, a mom who has given birth to extremely rare identical boy quadruplets. The odds were one in 15 million. A mom in Dallas has given birth to identical quad boys all within three minutes of each other. Oh, baby, you're looking at history in the making. This mom gave birth to quadruplets during the pandemic, and they're identical. The babies were conceived naturally. There are only 72 such cases of identical quads in the world. Jenny and Chris Marr say they were stunned when they were told they were pregnant with four babies. And I said, no. <laughs> We can't have four babies. <laughs> like, no way. The little guy spent eight weeks in the neonatal intensive care unit at the Texas hospital with special protocols to keep them healthy during the pandemic. Nobody could come visit you in the hospital and um, nobody could see our babies. Oh my goodness. Now that the babies are home, the new parents have their hands full. We have smiley babies and crying babies. Even the family dog wants in on the action. Knowing who's who is a challenge. We do our best to try to keep them in order when we lay them out. There's Harrison, Hardy, and then Henry and Hudson. But even mom can get confused. Oh, shoot. I got him out of order. I think this is Harrison. The proud parents say the babies are already developing a brotherly bond. They love each other. They love to be around each other. I mean, they're actually, they actually behave a lot better when they're right next to each other. Despite their initial shock over having quads, the parents say they are loving every minute of it, even in these challenging times. This is madness, and our life is going to be crazy forever. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Four beautiful boys. We wish them the best. When we come back, a man who gives whole new meaning to the term one-man band. Finally today, throughout the lockdown, we brought you lots of virtual choirs and orchestras, but this one has a twist. 22 instruments, all played by one man. Talk about a one-man band. 
This music teacher went beyond the call of duty to give graduating seniors a ceremony filled with pomp and circumstance. Scott Cumro performed the popular graduation anthem and played every single instrument. Count them, 22. Yes, 22 instruments for the virtual ceremony at Fergus Falls High School in Minnesota. I've never done anything like this. It took about two days to record the parts. Then he had the enormous task of arranging his solo performances into one seamless arrangement. It's a gift to my seniors, and I sure hope they see you know, the effort I put into it as a, as a sign of how much I care and, and love them. Bravo. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. All of us here hope you have a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend and that we'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.